It's another episode of the Pin Hype Podcast presented by Golficity. We have a lot to talk about this week with the drama in Kapalua. Uh, and of course, looking ahead to the Sony Open. So let's get into it. So I'm here with Trevor and Jeek as always. It's going to be our last episode in Connecticut before we all part our ways to college. Uh, before we get started, please do us a favor. Hit, us, hit the subscribe button on uh, the podcast app, wherever, wherever uh, you listen to this. Leave us a review, five stars. Uh, we need that. It helps us out a lot. Um, but let's, let's get into the Century Tournament of Champions recap. We had a great Sunday of golf um the playoff was crazy primetime golf primetime golf as i mean like post primetime golf <laughs> well, yeah way past honestly last golf. night what was it at like 11 was the final yeah it was my yeah, it was pretty late like i remember my dad being like all right i can only do like one more playoff hole here <laughs> like i said the, the playoff holes lasted like an hour in itself like it was or at least 30 minutes I'm fine. I'm fine with primetime golf lasting oh, until like I, 11 o'clock. I, I, I love primetime. Oh, no, it was perfect it was last perfect. night because like we were getting down into the final stretch like right after the football game ended. So like there was nothing else on at the I would say it, it was f- f- football ended and then by that point like yeah, it was like people were, like everyone's on the back nine and pretty much are coming down like toward the end and like like everything was happening. And uh, I think Justin Thomas was on like he was like on nine going to 10, like right when the football and right when I flipped to it, it was, yeah, it was perfect. And like, after that, I was like, you're okay. Like this, I watched this the rest of the night, I ended up going until 11 o'clock, whatever. And so, yeah, but uh, going more well. into the actual playoff, I mean, first of all, Patrick Reed early in the day, like he was finished at 14 under, didn't even look like it was, he was going to get to a playoff, Mm-mm. but JT just had so much trouble with that 18th hole, ended up bogeying the 18th. And and, and, and Shoffley, he three played 18 to get into the playoff as well. Exactly. So, like, yeah, J- JT was having so much trouble with that. Xander was having trouble putting. Patrick Reed in the playoff after coming off, like, a smoking hot day where he shot seven under. Like, mm-hmm. nobody got near that. So, yeah, it, it was a tough day, too. There was, it was windy. It was windy. Yeah, the, ball, the, the ball wasn't rolling really at all. It was... I guess like shooting seven under there, that's like that's that's pretty impressive. There was two guys, one who's Keith Mitchell, who's like not a scrub, like shot nine over, on, mm-hmm. and, and uh, or eight over, and Martin Trainer shot nine over. Like yeah, none of these guys Trainer are scrubs. Eight, Martin Trainer shot a two. Yeah, they they won on the PGA Tour this year. It's not like they. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they're nobody's. I mean, also there, I so. like to mention that like as as I was watching the tournament, it was like all right, this is JT's tournament to lose. Like at this at one point, and then I was like. Okay, this is Xander Shoffley's tournament to lose at this point. And then like, even at the end in the playoff, like there was one hole where I was like, all right, this is Patrick Reed's like tournament to lose. And it's just like it kept going back and forth. And I was like so sure that like one of those guys was gonna like take control and win. It's not really what happened. Like it had the, it was like a mess up of another person to like kind of Oh yeah. No, it, win it, it. it was the, the playoff was the playoff was crazy. It was just everyone nobody played well in the playoff really at all. It was all everyone they had like one hole where they might they played better than like like Shoffley had a three putt in the first playoff hole. Patrick Reed was the one green and two, and then he we two putted, but J, but JT also made the birdie. Then the next playoff hole, JT, uh, it's like a bad it's a bad chip or someone something like that. Like it's just it was it, they were all over the place. Like JT with the 18th hole, J, and JT hit a bad drive on eight like on the hole. It was just it was everywhere jt literally lost it on the 18th hole like four t- the four times that he played it or whatever like he yeah. literally lost his swing and somehow still ended up winning like the tournament which I is crazy liked, i would have liked to see them maybe next year make a change i think i feel like all terms should take this into account that like playing the 18th hole over and over again is not a great way to decide who the better golfer is i mean i think I the i think the reason they do that is because they like kind of take down the rest of the holes so like they like once the final group comes through, like say they play seventeen, like there's workers right out right behind them, like getting. Then have, I wouldn't yeah. say, I wouldn't say the workers much as the. It's just like they're like they're watering the the greens and whatever. Yeah, but so like, like, and you're right about the fans too. They don't want the fans like running to like sixteen or like yeah, seventeen like the, if, or if, 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 they're, if they're going back and forth between these holes like a couple of times, it's like it's it just it takes it, longer. It, gets, it depends it on the longer, geography, like the layout 
because I'm thinking I don't I don't know what course, but Augusta, Shinnecocka, or something. You could go from 18 to one pretty easily, I think. Right? They could do they could do a Tiger Phil uh, uh, driving range hole. That was, yeah, that, was <laughs> that was terrible. Well, the, at, at the Masters they go they play 18, then then they play 18, 18 twice, I think, and then they play 10. Like it's not like it's not like go seventeen or sixteen or something that they play. 10. Yeah, I guess the Masters is different though. I guess. Oh no, it's but the it, no, it is. But like it's like in the like terms of like making it faster, they go from eighteen green, which is like right next to ten T. They go for ten T and they play that. Well, it's I think easy. if you're like the the director of a tournament, like you don't want to be like you don't want to think of it as oh no, the gust is better. Like you want to make your tournament as best, best as possible. You yeah, want obviously. A, oh, yeah, you a do. Playoff. Th- th- this is one of those tournaments where like you're shooting really low. I feel like playoff is pretty possible like every year. Because last mm. year it came down to the wire on 18. They could have easily oh, got yeah. to a playoff. Gary Wilson missed a putt. I, mean, I, I like that 18th hole, and I like that there was like a little carnage on it. But like after the second time watching it, you're, you get a little boring, well, like bored the, of it. Here's no, the it thing about, about the 18th hole. Like, if they're, and that course in general, all week it was terrible conditions because of the wind and the rain. If there's no wind and rain, First of all, I actually, I'd, I'd like to point out that I said that the winning score would be like 27 under. <laughs> and it was like 14. I mean, what, 14. You just, like, we just couldn't predict that, though. You couldn't predict it being I that also, bad. It's, it's hard to predict. I also said that it was like supposed to be like all nice weather. <laughs> so Partly cloudy the entire yeah, week. Yeah. All nice weather. And it like, it like completely downpoured on like Friday, I think yeah, it was. So. so. <laughs> yeah. The little, little cold takes exposed. Freezing t- cold takes exposed well, on the- I- I don't mean, think the 18th hole is just—it's fun to watch because it's a par five, so you like the risk—the risk reward of going for the green. Like you can get like close and make eagle, like you can make a birdie. Like you know, if someone makes a bad tee shot, like you have to like they have to scramble to make birdie. Like they might have to make birdie to stay in the playoff. If there was a hole to, that you would like to be played over and over again, it would be like a par five. It would, it would yeah, because the, it's the risk the, reward, the most like strategic, strategic and. Well, that, different outcomes can happen. Like you can yeah. eagle it, you can you can birdie it. Yeah. So uh, I would say because yeah, there can there can be par three. You can like if both of them at the green, like odds are they both can make par. Yep. Par four, like if they both hit the fairway, odds are they both can make par. There's a lot more like very influencers. Yeah. Like along the way, you gotta hit a good drive, gotta hit a good approach. Gotta and do good. do do you want to go for the green too? Do you want to lay back and play safe? Like it's 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 yeah, it's it's much much better to watch than like a, yeah. so if you consider that i mean powerful. i guess it is a pretty good way to finish a tournament mm-hmm. i mean i find it crazy also like patrick reed had like the same exact putt twice in a row like on two playoff holes in a row and he literally slid them both like a couple feet past the hole like just because the wind the wind was affecting the putting even more than it was affecting like yes. their like shots oh yeah you, the, there some of those like on the playoff uh patrick reed's hitting that little chip shot yeah and the flag is Whipping like absolutely, like, it's like going like sideways, pretty much like on the green. I, like, I cannot play in the wind. It's so difficult. No. It's tough, to, difficult to putt in the wind too. I mean, especially, especially on those greens, are so fast too. Yeah, the ball just slides and yeah. it keeps sliding yeah, like, it's hard further and further. Mention, it's hard not to mention the fan yelling "cheater" on the final oh, yeah. playoff hole as he's trying to. Was that that wasn't that was to like basically tie the hole that, because uh, was basically, J, basically, JT basically had a gimme. It was basically to extend the match, yeah. extend the playoff, tilted it like to the next. That day. probably didn't affect him. I think. No, no, and it, I, it, it like, didn't affect him at all. The announcers kind of went a little crazy on that, but like as I was saying, I was saying earlier the pat, I was like, yeah, like I understand that it probably didn't really affect him, and like it is somewhat funny in a way, but like. That's just not the time to do that. <laughs> well, well it's not not the time to do it. At, at that point, like, I don't like. I never really feel bad for Patrick Reed because like he kind of brings it on himself. But that, at that point, like, if someone's like, if people are screaming like cheater at you, and after the Presidents Cup thing, it's like, like at, at a certain point, you gotta be like, okay, like, like, you gotta take it easy a little bit because it is golf, and like he's like still a good play. He's a good player. He's like. He's not the like most liked player, but we'll get we'll get into the Twitter fan questions later. But like a lot of people, like two people were asking, I think about Patrick Reed in that whole situation, like whether they thought it was like necessary. And I mean, the simple answer is obviously it's not necessary. But like at the end of the day, like that's gonna happen throughout the year. This was happening in a tournament where like the attendance isn't even that high. Imagine when they start going to tournaments where it's getting rowdy. I hope he's not playing in the waste oh, management. I'll say the yeah the way, yeah waste management. Well, even the press the president's cup. It was like it was it was it was pretty rowdy there. Yes, yeah. like, I don't think it really affects him. Like he's used to that at this point. I just think oh, I just think the timing of of that was not wonderful. Saying that was like a putt to extend the match, and like 
I mean, he obviously waited until after he hit the putt and like it which didn't is, affect his stroke at all. But it's just like respect to him for doing. It's just a not, tough time to do that. I think. I think we're not um, really protecting Patrick Reed with this. We're really like protecting like the integrity to, of golf. To, yeah, the integrity of golf. Not that I'm mm. a huge like protect the integrity of golf say, guy, if, but like if, if anyone else did that to like in any other situation, like maybe, maybe like maybe they don't yell cheater, but yell something like. So close to that like to uh, somebody degree. who's more respected yeah like like it would it would be a it would be like it'd be a much bigger yeah that person home. would be kicked out of mm-hmm. tour events for oh, yeah. like ever exactly that not that, that that would be a pretty hard thing to mm-hmm. uh enforce but week to week i mean also just this week like um first timers played well in the tournament this week which was kind of unexpected in my opinion yeah because well, actually, I, I was watching on Thursday, and they were saying that the first timers actually have somewhat advantage because I was tweeting about this. They have they put a twelve point five million dollar restoration product project on the, on the course this off season, and every single blade of grass was brand new grass at this at the course. So 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 nobody's really played like so no, yeah. I mean, I mean they played the layout of the yeah, course. Yeah, they played the layout, strategy, but it was like pretty different. So like they were saying a little like, different. Yeah. So I mean, people who have played well at the course still ended up finishing decent. Oh I think. yeah. 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 Like, so I'll say that, DJ Justin is a course, course horror. Justin Thomas, of course. Yeah. Call Mark Cowb played absolutely lights out all week. Like for a first timer, for a rookie, or yeah. basically a rookie on tour. Even Neiman, Neiman played really well. He was like, was he the first round leader? He was, he was the first round leader. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I knew that was a bad place for for a first timer uh, at the, the course to be seven under with JT right on your tail. Like like JT was in perfect position all week. Oh yeah, definitely. I would. This. I think it was JT's tournament to lose, and he did get lucky near the end with like a couple of. He got away with a couple of bad shots, but I'll say he he had some like there are some shots where like that he had a shot really fat on the last playoff hole, and he made, obviously he made, obviously he made a great shot and a great putt to win the tournament. But some of the shots he hit and were just you're you're what like he even even he was one like surprised that he was going to win that yeah. tournament like it, it was it was not something you'd ex- like if you any other situation you would not expect him to win that golf tournament also another uh new newcomer to the course that was no notably playing well was was matt wolf um the first day he played really great what was it four five six under it was somewhere it was somewhere close to there and um somewhere in there and he kind of fell off throughout the week but he played great golf like he's he's, he's gonna win one several two tournaments. three several tournaments on tour mm-hmm. this year yeah, yeah i think he's gonna have a really good year as he's gonna well. he's gonna mop up some of those fields that like aren't as strong definitely yeah like, like, like the tournament he won last year the 3m open yeah. like he uh, he'll maybe he'll play in that again and maybe he'll, he'll probably like be the best player in that field. also uh, like another story this week was the new equipment on the course like we're right. getting to equipment like drop season like uh january february of mm-hmm. new year is usually when the new stuff comes out um, I know there's a lot of people using the new Callaway Maverick drivers, I think. Yep. And the new Taylor Made Sim Max. Yeah, I Sim. think uh Shoffley was using the new Maverick driver and uh DJ had the new Sim Max hybrids. Yep. And it was like uh, the I first don't think he had the did he use the hybrid this week? I think he know? might have. I'm not sure. But he pretty much he, he has used it in like practice rounds and stuff like that. And um it's kind of a big story. This is the first time in his career that he's gonna be using a hybrid. Even including juniors, yeah, like, exactly. he never juniors, used a hybrid. Like, this is like this first time. Just new equipment's always exciting. Um, we're always up for that. So and like he said, he said it's the first one that he doesn't like pull left. It's like a first first one he actually likes. I think and Rory's putting it in his bag as well for certain tournaments. So I mean, it must be a pretty pretty good uh, uh, club if if they're if those guys like that are putting them in their bag. Yeah, say so might uh, might might be something for to invest in if you're looking for a new hybrid at least. Yeah, definitely. Or a new club. Whatever. I just I just copped a new hybrid, uh, a new Callaway Epic, three hybrid, and mm-hmm. you know we're striping it on the simulator. We'll see how it works on the course, but yeah. it's like we'll a good it, club. We'll do, we'll do a couple months for that though. Yeah. Overall, a couple weeks maybe. Overall, very entertaining tournament. I watched pretty much all like every day. I I think I watched mm-hmm. uh, maybe Saturday. I didn't watch as much because of the NFL, but I watched good amount every single day i mean i kind of like the timing of these tournaments in hawaii just like based on when they start and finish so yeah prime, 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 time, prime time golf is like it's perfect you're saying when there's home, nothing else on like they're saying you're saying at home 10 o'clock on a random like friday night you're like all right i'll, I'll watch some golf that's pretty that's pretty chill yeah. i mean i like it i think 
during this time, since we're not doing anything, we're back from college, sitting on our ass, doing nothing for, for a month, <laughs> for four, month four and four a weeks. half. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't mind a little 8 a.m. golf where I can just wake up and uh, roll out of bed and uh, watch it. But yeah, when you're like, when you've got stuff to do during the day and you can just come home Definitely. and there's just the, like the leaders were always teeing off at like five o'clock, which is majority of people. Mm-hmm. Can, that's when people watch like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love a good day of just sitting and watching golf all day, but also during like football season, it's kind of tough. Like you're obviously gonna watch, want to watch the playoffs. And yeah, stuff it, like it that, worked. So. It worked out well with the playoffs. So and it like, worked it out well this week, like, right? Just, I, I I was literally on the couch all day yesterday watching football from one to eight, seven thirty, whatever it was, and then after that, directly to golf channel and watch. I mean, we were talking about this earlier too. Like once football season ends, like Sundays turn into like golf days for us. Exactly. exactly. Um. So let's move on to the Twitter fan questions. I think this went well pretty well last week. Um, we got a lot, we got a few questions this week as well. Start starting to get a lot more. Um, so we had Roger K. We've been, uh, I was interacting with him on Twitter a bit today. He said, what are your thoughts on selecting T boxes? Uh, do you go by your handicap or the distance of the course? All right. I'll answer this one. Like as a mid-level handicap here, I usually look at the distance at the end of the scorecard and like, kind of compare them to distances I've hit before. You got to be look like, at like all the, like yeah. You, I like, look at the par threes. I look at you like, look at the par threes. Yeah. I, I just look at the overall distance of the course and I, that kind of is how I decide what I'm going to hit. And I also, I think I usually pick the wrong ones. <laughs> just like, I like to hit a little bit further than I probably should, but you know, I think well, the whole, the whole thing is like play it forward, but at the same time, like you want to be like, Oh, I played like this course from this yard. Yeah. I think people kind of have to get over themselves with that. Cause like, you're not playing the tips of Beth page. No, like, no, definitely not. No, no. I mean, you you can, you can, but like, there's no reason for like 15 handicaps to be playing. No, no, of course you'll be, you'll go out there. You'll be be miserable. You'll be, you'll be like, You'll be taking three shots to get to every single par four. Yeah. It's, it, it wouldn't even be fun to go out. And sure, I'll say t- I'll say I'm going to the championship course at um, PJ National next week, and like I was looking over the scorecard, I was like, all right, I'm not playing the tips. Um, no, my dad, my dad is funny. He's like, all right, I'm gonna play like the senior tees. You could pick whatever tees you want to play, but <laughs> it was I just kind of funny. There's guys like you, Jake, that like can't like you can you can hit it far, but like when you have to do that consistently every hole, you don't you consistently to, hit it far and straight. Like, you, 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 have to, you, have, you have to hit it far, and you have to hit it far with, like, like uh, uh, even though if you hit it far enough, like, you'd be accurate you, to, to have, like, an iron to the green, you have to hit, like, a six iron at least. Yeah, that's what I, that's time, more that's what I'm tough. thinking about. What I'm thinking about is my second shots, because I know my first shots, are, I hit far enough. I mean, I'm not going to hit them straight every time, but I know my first shots, I hit far enough. But then I think about, okay, like, I just hit a... 280 yard drive but i still have 260 yards to the hole like what am i supposed to hit you know exactly yeah it's no it, it's 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 a big difference especially for the second shots and like how far you have like those pros are hitting like you have like 200 yards those pros are hitting like six iron five iron maybe and you're hitting you have to hit like even like four iron or something like that it's just, it's just, it's just tough it's too much tougher and we had merlin the red interesting twitter name there um said for a mid high handicap player would you concentrate on short game or mid irons um to the green to drop your handicap and as mid high or mid handicap players me and jeek can probably answer this one pretty yeah so i'll i'll start off um i'm gonna say for sure short game that's my that's my opinion like Um, i know i dropped the most strokes putting like i mean we've released two videos on youtube already and i've probably had a total of six putts in those two videos at least and and those are two holes so definitely work on the short game the closer you are to the hole the better you I putt. think it's also the easiest thing to practice like you don't have to spend money to go to like a public um like driving range facility whatever it's, that has hit, hit some putts and that's all you, uh, yeah if you, do, if you do that for an hour it's putts, like, you, don't, you, don't spend, you don't spend any money and it's it's a it's an hour well spent yeah too. i think it's i think it's worth getting uh one of those that was was one of those things that you can get where you where you can like obviously you just get like a bucket of balls and, and like shag oh shag bag yeah shag bag. shag bag I'd say if you're like really trying to get better at your short game getting a shag bag where you can just hit like fifty balls on on the green chipping because leaving yourself like four footers and being able to make foot four footers instead of like chipping it to like twenty feet every time. Yes, yeah. that's going to drop the most. Well, uh, yeah, what I'm going to say is your mid, like your mid irons game, is important. But would you rather hit your mid iron to the green and like three putt, or 
hit your mid iron just short, chip really close and put it in. That's one less stroke. Cool. So if, if you're if you're if your short game is on, like if you're putting really well and you're chipping it really close, you're so confident that like you can like you can feel like you can hit your irons anywhere and you'll still make par like at, least at very worst bogey. That's a really really good feeling. And if you, if you have that, your stroke your handicap will go down so like so much so quickly. As a mid level like player, I know that I'm very good at scrambling because I'm used to hitting from like weird spots so like so like i will i'll be able to like i'll be able to scramble and like get onto the green but it's just a matter of like how many putts i'm gonna have or like how well i'm playing my short game is that day you know i mean yeah easily the past two summers putting and chipping a lot better has what has is, is like probably been the most important factor from getting to like shooting like 95 to shoot and, and like 100 to shooting like 80 five eighty four somewhere in even that just day to day like yeah. when you play so even even for all for all handicappers oh, like all the way the way your way you get your scores lower is to putt to putt better and the uh have better like chip shots and like like short game it's like like the way that I look of it, look at it is if it takes you three shots to the get to the green and then it takes you three putts like you have to work on your putting the most that's what you're gonna I, that's I was, the club was, that you have in your hand the most you know i I, I always like to think about DJ, bef- like in the years past, like always like hit the ball, hit the ball super, super far, but he was never the best putter. He never really won anything, and then he finally gets his like putting down, and he wins a lot more tournaments. Like Spieth is a great putter. Like he's like he's and he wins majors. Tiger was the best putter like ever, and he won he won everything. Like he wasn't the most accurate at all. Another notable uh, thing in the golf world for like amateurs is that the world handicap system uh, has changed. Trevor, I'll let you. Work that out. So, uh, uh, different from the old handicap system, handicap system, eight of your past twenty rounds count toward your index. Uh, compared to the USGA, where ten of your past twenty rounds. Then there's the index is updated every night after a new score is recorded, which I think is very very nice compared to the old one, where it was updated in the first and fifteenth. Also, the max score on any hole is net double bogey. Compared to the USGA system, which is a little more complicated, the max score on any hole is like calculated on a sliding scale depending on your course handicap. And playing conditions calculation accounts for unusually high-slash-low scores due to weather or abnormal course issues. And so, for the USGA, all the courses, all scores count the same regardless of whether the weather conditions are, are bad or not. So what does a net double bogey mean for... Uh amateurs out there that might might or might not be me well uh, that means like if you're if you're playing it's like if you're playing as mean and match and you have and you make triple make triple bogey in a hole but you get a stroke like that's the highest you can go oh okay. so, so if, like the highest you can like basically have on a hole is like double bogey even, even if you get even if you get a stroke in the hole the highest you can get in a hole is like double, double bogey net du- okay net double bogey it helps us against trev pretty much yeah i think the, the one thing that's really nice is the it's updated every single night that way like the first 15th is like kind of like you have to wait so long and like someone could be playing like it super used to have like a like it, it, you used to have more. the trending remember the trending yeah, handicap the, the and trends. that was pretty much what your handicap was but for some reason it would only update like twice a month which is exactly what i I, ne- I never understood that and then i just makes it a lot better that just like it's every night so it's more like up to date and it's like better for tournaments or like country club matches yeah not that me and jeek are really playing that many of those 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 high money games you're not playing those high money games we should though you should no we have a theory we have a theory that we want to be in like a a scramble with like the four of us and just like we'd have one like trevor would be like the the ringer right um Mm -hmm. pat would be like the consistent driver where he just like kind of keeps it in the fairways i would just be like the wild card that tries to hit it as far as like possibly can and then, like, we'd add a fourth. Yeah, I think we, I think we'd actually score pretty well. I don't know. We could figure that out maybe for a for a uh, video. And it, we have like, yeah, it'll be like, uh, like with our handicaps too. It actually works out well, kind of well too. Yeah, exactly. Like the high handicaps and everything like that. <clears throat> so I guess uh, we'll move into the Sony Open. Feels like we've been like talking forever, and we haven't even gotten to Sony Open yet. I'm um, also. I mean, well, uh, we should mention that we did have a little slight delay yeah, uh, so in the process. Microphone is broken. We're gonna have to figure that out. Um, me and Trevor are talking on the same one right now, mm-hmm. but we'll uh, swing the the course preview over to our course preview guy, Gregory Catalano. All right. Uh, 
Pat, can you pronounce the name of this country club once again, just for uh, okay? So I could I have be trouble wrong. with I it. I do have trouble. I do have trouble with it. I stayed. I stayed at a. Is it? Is this the exact spelling that you have here? Yes. Oh, I don't know if that's the same. I think it's Wyla, but you say Wyla. Okay, so I I can I cannot tell you. So here's the thing: I stayed at a resort in Hawaii called the Grand Wailea. But now that I'm looking at the at the uh, at at the spelling, I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. We're on (laughs) HowToPronounce.com. Yeah, this is this is good content (laughs) right here. We're gonna play it loud. Wailea. It's Wiley. I thought it was Wiley. Okay, right. Wiley. So there we're going to go, go with Wiley. So Wiley. we're uh, here at Wiley Country Club this week um, out in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, it's a par 70. So last week was a par 73, and this week we have a par 70. So kind of an interesting uh, contrast there. Um, there's only two par fives on the course. I believe holes, holes number nine and 18 are both par fives, and that's it. Um, just over 70,000 yards, um, which is pretty short for a PGA Tour course. And um, they have Bermuda grass. Uh, also, if you just Google search a picture, it has those palm trees that are like in the shape of a W. Um, don't remember what hole that's on, but that's kind of like yeah. It was, it's that there's that one hole with the palm tree. Yeah, so that's like that. That's like the iconic uh, hole view, I guess, of the course. Um, just based on last year's event, last year there was 56 eagles during the tournament, which was the fourth most at a tournament on tour last season. And like I said, there's only two par fives, but those are considered the two easiest holes on the course. And in order to win this week, you're going to need to play those two um, holes well under par. So I feel like that's not going to like take a big header to do because if it's a pretty short course, I'm imagining those par fives aren't very long, especially if they're the two easiest. And yeah, so to go along with that, the fairways are quite difficult to hit. Um, they're not very big. And like I said, they're just harder to hit. Um, and like the average drive, um, travels about five and a half yards further than an average PGA tour course, um, just based on like altitude and stuff. So, um, like players should be more concerned with like setting up angles and stuff rather than like driving it as far as they can. I'll say, cause it'll all be about, yeah, accuracy, hitting the fairways, not being the rough, uh, having be not being blocked out uh irons off the tee like you can like it's all about positioning on this course and, and right and then also capital last week um we saw those very extreme winds like over 20 miles per hour or whatever and it was kind of like messing with the players even though this is another one of those coastal golf courses the winds are not nearly as bad so there's not going to be a lot of extreme winds this week we will say though uh or I will say the iconic hole is the 16th hole at Wiley. Okay, yeah, 16th hole at Wiley. Look out for that one. Yeah, no, they have those two trees that are in the shape of a W, and it looks yes. cool. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's also another very beautiful golf course. I mean, it's in Hawaii, so it makes sense. Um, just based on past winners, last year, uh, Matt Kuchar won with a final score of 22 under. Um, the year before that, it was Pat and Kazire, and um, the year before that, JT. Um, the year with JT, that was when he shot 59. Yes, and he he was 27 under so in that tournament. He ran away with it. 11 under in the first round, like that's. I mean, did you did you see that stat where JT like to to, to par? He's shot like something wildly above anybody else in like tour history. He's he's like 62 under par in in, in Hawaii. Like that's, in not, that's not that's not considering he won at Sony and then he, and he's won at Kapalua twice now. Like that like. I'm not surprised about that. Yeah. I mean, also just to like another stat to put out there, um, players who have played well at YLA, um, according to strokes gained in the past five years in Sony Opens, um, Justin Thomas, Ches Reavy, Charles Howell III, Matt Kuchar, and Webb Simpson. So those are the kind of the top five guys. I feel like those are some guys that you think of when you think of like guys who don't really need to hit it very far but like they're very accurate yeah besides, good short game and accuracy um and also mention like we should mention that jordan spieth withdrew this week due to an illness so i was looking forward to see jordan spieth at back out he's like he's probably like my favorite player on tour um i would say i haven't except chas he, he, he wasn't playing last week he wasn't like in the president's cup i haven't like he hasn't i haven't really seen him since pretty much like the uh, fedex cup or even like like back in like the summer, like it's been a long time. So I'm. Did he make the FedEx Cup? Yeah. Or, I, mean, no, I don't know. If, I, don't I don't think know, he I, did. I, I don't know if he was in the final. But like he was. He was definitely not in the final. No, no so he was not in the final. So okay, so he wasn't the final. But like still, that, that's like. 
what early September. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's been. A it while. has. Yeah. Um. All right. I guess with that, we could um start going into picks. But before we do this week's picks, we should go over next week's. Last week's last week's, last, week, last week's sorry we could go over uh, next yeah. week's too but we'll go over last week's we'll go over next week's as well so <laughs> trevor uh had jt who obviously won um you know you can hate on giving out a favorite but, but if the favorite was, wins yeah, i mean what are you gonna do? we're not gonna give out a favorite if we don't think it's gonna win but if we give we're out going, a favorite we're, 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 we're going with numbers here yeah we're, <laughs> we, we ran the numbers we have an algorithm don't yeah. worry about it don't worry about it um outside cameron champa finished t14 which isn't that was a sneaky t14 i yeah, believe it, it, i didn't really hear much not, of him this it's week not, it's not anything like it's not blowing not anything that's gonna blow you out of the water but t like he's better half of the field and a top 20 is usually pretty good so yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy with right. that and then i had dj who finished t7 who was like supposed to be a course horse um, not a great finish for honestly for yeah like. well i mean he was high salary but it was actually lower for like what dj would be um, and like the fact that he like literally was all over the place of his driver and still finished T T seven with a nine underscore means that like he did play pretty well except for off the tee, which is like usually the opposite with DJ. So you could be, he, I feel like he might have a good year. Yeah, so do I. I mean, like obviously he has to figure out those drives. I mean that he was like all over the place for a lot of the tournament and like really random spots. Like he had to scramble pretty well, but um, it like wasn't that bad. And then Connors ended up finishing T19 with a two under. So, I mean, he was kind of hovering around even the entire tournament. So, not um, bad, not good. I kind of I kind of knocked Morikawa out of the water there. That was that was a good pick. I was yeah, that was that was really good. Uh, especially for the value. I mean, just like all those stats, I think he, second best iron play. Um just all all that I made a lot of money off him just like, you know, betting the tournament matchup wise. Um I think Brendan Todd though, that that was pretty that was bad that yeah was bad. he didn't re, he didn't have a good week that. he just didn't have a good week two over at a tournament like this is not gonna cut it i i don't think anybody could have seen that coming no nobody could like the way he's been playing the past like month or two it's like i mean i, I guess the worst thing that happened for him was the uh the president's cup kind of came and they had that like qbe shootout so like it wasn't really a real like solo event yeah he kind of just lost his momentum but i I think he'll he'll bounce back. I think he'll still have a really good year. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, that kind of killed every. If you had him in the lineup, that that killed you. I mean, but, but besides that, besides the Brendan Todd pick, we had. I mean, that's a pretty solid week for us. Like we had what the winner, then two T tens, and then our in our top twenty. Definitely no. Yeah, if you stayed away from from my Todd pick, <laughs> which I hope you did. Other than that, like if you if you pick these guys with the, with their value, you definitely made money this week. And especially no for like a, especially for a short field, we kind of stayed in the top half for the most part. Yeah, so. which is which is way, which we pretty much have to do in this in this kind of tournament. Right, and before we go into our picks for the Sony Open this week, um, you know the Golf City Fantasy picks have been lights out uh, this season. In eleven events this fall, the premium services returned five winners picked. They just had J- J- uh, JT. As as a as their top tier pick, that's almost fifty percent, and especially in the fall where it's you got guys like Sebastian Munoz playing and and winning just guys like that that aren't like huge names. It's tough. Um, so it's simple. You got to sign up at golfacy.com, click the fantasy tab, and for eight bucks a month, that's less than two Starbucks lattes, uh, the price of one of two. You get seven picks, two sleepers, and a Tuesday sleeper report every week. Business of making money. That's what we are in. All right, so, Jake, so you started off. I'm going to start off this week with uh, picks for the Sony Open. Uh, my first pick, I'm going to go with JT Poston. Uh, he has a salary of 8100 which is kind of like a mid-level salary, I guess. Um, last His last two starts, he's kind of been on fire with the putter. So I'm just kind of riding the putter and the fact that the Sony Open is not a long hitter course. so um, And just like in the past, he's usually played well on these shorter type of courses so i'm kind of taking that past history into um into count um and his last three weeks so he was t11 last week t11 the week before that and then t14 so he's been in the top 20 the last three weeks I mean, um, jt poston's another guy that golf is that he had in their um their premium picks this past week and he yeah. ended up i think with 75 points or something like that which was great for his value he, he, he was in my lineup he did really well right so i'm going with the value pick this week i think he's going to play well again this week and like like i said like 
you stick with the guys who um, have good short games this week, and you could be pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a very good, pretty good birdie average too, which is really important with with uh, with the scoring, especially at a par seventy course. Yeah. Yes. Um, should I do my second one too? Uh, no, try. You got it. All right. All right. So I'll go with uh, Colin Morikawa at uh, thousand. Uh, 10,300. But uh, he's made all five cuts. Uh, finished T7 at Kapalua, which is, like, again, like a star-studded field. Even though it's a small field, it's st- still like a pretty good field. And this week's, like like we said earlier, it's all about driving accuracy and hitting the greens and regulation. And he hit 70% of the fairways, which is near the top of the field, and he hit 72% of the greens, which is a good, like that combination is probably one of the best in the field. I think he has, he has a lot of momentum, so I'm going to ride with him this week. Yeah, and just going back to last week on that, just you could look at what I said. Ranking fourth in wedge play from 100 and 125 yards at a short course, that's exactly. going to be very important. That's what, yeah, that's what that's what he's going to need to do. To he's, he's going to need to his wedge as well to have a chance to win this tournament or compete in the tournament. Right. Yeah, so I got uh, Sung J M at 9600 for mine. I think Sung J M actually has a chance. I think I think he's a chance to win this tournament. Um, he was the rookie of the year last year. He was lights out the Presidents Cup, um, and he's he's got a good birdie average, which you got to. He's fourth in birdie average, which you need in a tournament like this, where you, the winner's going to shoot low, especially with like good weather. Um, and he's sixth in stroke game putting. He's he's been a stud like for the past year. Yeah, like, I think I think well everywhere. I think Sun JM is going to win multiple times on tour this year. That's so what I think. I, th- I think if not, if like if not this year, he'll 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 be a force to be reckoned with in years to come, and yeah. this this might be his coming out party. And with JT at twelve thousand this week, which is just a lot Absurd. to spend on somebody. Not that it's, I mean, he has a very good chance of going yeah. out winning again. But I think Sung JM can contend in this in, at this course. Um, should should we I'll snake it? I'll go yeah. again. Uh, we got Kevin Kisner. So Kevin Kisner. He's been struggling a little bit with his driver, but he is a course horse, as as we've uh, been saying at this course. He's a previous winner. His short game, his putting is like some of the best on the PGA Tour. Um, if he dials in his driver even a little bit, I think he's due for a top 10 in this tournament. All right, so I'll go next. And I just realized I had the same picks as Pat did last week. I'll go with Brendan Todd. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he leads the field in driving accuracy at 70, 77%, and he's good He's good at greens, greens and regulation. So I'm going to keep riding that train of fairways and greens. Like That's what's going to win the tournament this week, I think. You know, they, and, Brendan, they, and Brendan Todd's still, even after not the best showing last week, I think he gets back on track this week and uh, has a, because it's not a long course, so I can get back on track. I was they, thinking about putting him in mind, but I feel like I, I didn't want to go back to him. But I, I, I do agree. I think he, I think he's gonna have a, a comeback week. Mm-hmm. They do say great minds think alike. So yeah, exactly. I mean, they do. That's what we got on this podcast. Yeah. Um, all right. So my second pick, I'm gonna go for our guy, Ches Revi, eight thousand four hundred. And I'm not just picking him because he's our guy, but um, kind of back to the whole course horse thing. He has two top tens in his last three years at this course. Um, last week it was a T27, but he had flashes of good golf. I mean, that one shot where he like spun it back was crazy. Um, I think he's a sleeper pick. He usually scores well on shorter courses and like has pretty good short game and stuff. So um, I'm going to take him at that salary. He's kind of a similar player to Kevin Kisner in a way. Um, I think it's this is a course that he could succeed on and definitely play well at. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think Ches Reeve's been playing well, uh, even though this week he didn't play fantastic. He, I think he finished one over. I but it was a week where the weather had a huge impact on on it. The wind was howling, the rain was pouring down. If you were on the course at the wrong time in the wrong place, like you were in a like a rain squall or whatever they were calling it so i I think you can put this one to put this week out of the out of the way and i think he can do well this week Mm -hmm. especially because he's finished played well here before i think he like he knows the course he feels comfortable with the course like he's gonna like he'll he'll, like i'm gonna bounce back week this week too all right so those are our picks for the week do we want to move on to the par three um i guess so somebody introduce it so we got things we want to see in 2020 
next week we got a good one coming up so i'll tease that but um yeah just like storylines uh you know, anything, anything winners really any rule changes anything you want to see in 2020 all right so i'll, I'll go first this time because i don't think i've gone first yet all right uh my big thing is I really like I, I want to see this every single time I watch a golf tournament. But someone wins a major on a walk off final putt, like to oh, win I love that. Shot. Like so, like whether it's like Tiger win like uh, going coming on eighteen, he's like he needs to make birdie to win the tournament or something like that. Like anything, anything even close to that magnitude. Like that's always like the coolest, like the celebration. That's always the coolest thing in the world. Seeing the walk off. I'd love to see a like a, a Jordan Spieth like walk off bunker shot. In a major, <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that that'd be that'd be that'd be absolutely unbelievable. But like, imagine a playoff with like Rory and like like Kepka or something like that, and like the U.S. Open, like Rory makes like a fifteen foot putt to win to win, like yeah, like on the in the playoff, like that'd be insane. I think recently we haven't really seen like very. I mean, Tiger's was obviously just nerve wracking because it was like something great was about to yeah, happen. Exactly, but Brooks Kepka, all he had to do was like three, like two or three putt, like. He was kind of collapsing down the stretch, mm-hmm. but Gary Woodland, I guess that was good. That they're, was they're good tournaments. But like even Gary Woodland's the case. Like he made the final putt like of the tournament, like like a like a thirty foot putt to win, like to win, like that was to seal the tournament. And that even that even like the celebration then the moment then was awesome. But ima- yeah. imagine what it would be if it was you're like tied going to that hole and someone makes a huge birdie yeah. putt to go ahead. Like, I remember because Brooks awesome. Brooks Kepka like flew it over the green um, did, on yes. that hole. So like it wasn't. He didn't need to make that putt. No, no, he did not. He, he could have like three putted. I'm pretty sure and won the tournament. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure Shane Lowry just like he, he, he ran away with Lowry, ran yeah. away with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'll be a good thing to to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, let's see, which one do I want to pick first? I'm gonna go with Patrick Reed to go a full season without um, breaking the <laughs> USGA, PGA, I don't know, whatever rules that the game of golf has. <laughs> <laughs> for the entire year just, huh? just try just try i know you can do it buddy i'm not just like like him just not being in the news would be something like worth like not being in the news for something negative it'd be something worth. yeah because it's like off the course it's not like he's killing it no he's not exactly yeah he's like hates his family like his wife controls him i don't know well i won't i won't these are cheap shots i guess but <laughs> just you know patrick reed to have a good uh Quiet year. Good quiet, quiet, year, quiet year, you know, out of the public image. Mm-hmm. Right, so Doesn't even have to have a good, like, good looks in the in the public, you know, charity and stuff. Like, just go under the radar. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, interesting. Um, I guess it's my turn. Um, I'm going to go. I want to see somebody, like, a young star, like, emerge and, like, really become good this year. So, I'm thinking, like, a Matthew Wolf. I, like want to see somebody like that win multiple times on tour this year and like become like one of the top golfers and, yeah someone like him win like a major that'd be awesome like, i would love to see that like him or morikawa or it'd be interesting if sung jm so did that it would be yeah it would be i mean i just want to see somebody else like like kind of you know how like jordan spieth kind of just like hopped into the spotlight yeah, like he when he came on he won like a bunch of bunch of times and then won majors like I want to see that happen to somebody new. Like, I want that'd somebody be, new to come be, in. That'd be that'd be really cool. Yeah, to see. big guys have been winning majors for a while. I mean, like Shane Lowry, I guess is isn't a huge guy, but like it's well, he's a pretty big guy actually. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, like, like, but he's a European winning the opening, the open. So yeah, he's not a young. I mean, it doesn't even have to be young American, no, but like it, he's someone. He's someone, not young. He's been in the, in the game for a while. Yeah, and like yeah, someone we've seen for a long time. It was cool to see him get a major, but like someone like like a Hovland or Wolf or Morikawa coming on the scene, me like winning a major, or like competing, like being like competitive and like the final group and a bunch of other majors. Like that'd be really, really cool to see. Yeah. yeah so going into my second one, I want to see something that has like never happened before, but <laughs> I want to see an amateur win a major. <laughs> now right, that I mean, that's like, I that's, mean, this is I mean, totally just, out of the, like this will probably never happen, but like, I want to see an amateur win a major. Cause imagine, or, imagine how unique and how cool that would be. We could have them at least like maybe, I mean, they make the cut. Victor Hovland made the cut. Um, he, Victor Hovland did, he made, he played well at the US. Yeah. Open. And the, he was the low am at uh, the Masters. I mean, even yeah, to see, exactly. even to see an amateur finish in like the top five of a major would be really yeah, cool. But like, but just just imagine like a no name, like maybe not no name, but like somebody who's not a professional, just like competing in a major, like down the stretch, that would suck and winning if they a major because they, they don't win any money. They yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't, 
Zero, the, could the, you forego? Uh, but but that would that would set them up for the rest of their lives with like just sponsorships when they do oh, turn yeah, pro. Yeah, would, but imagine your one major win and you win like two million dollars as an as an amateur. Do you think you could could you like just forfeit your amateur status and just be like, okay, I want this money? I don't I, think so. I, I think you have to do it after. Like Hoblin had to do it after the tournament, like after oh. the tournament's over, because he's like he won. Like oh, he probably won like no 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 he 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 would have won a lot of money if he yeah. was an amateur yeah the US Open. Okay, yeah, no, that would suck. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hopefully it happens, maybe. I mean, ima- just imagine imagine that. Imagine somebody just hops on the scene as an amateur and wins a major. That's like that be, that's like a movie. It would be even crazier if he hops on the scene and wins, like, wins a major like that, and it's like you never hear from him again. That, that would literally be a, <laughs> like, I, that would like, literally like, be a movie. Like, he, he, like, Basically like, be the legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah, like, he, he plays like the week of his absolute life, and then he gets all his sponsorships, and like, you know, doesn't even, doesn't even make it to the PGA Tour. Like, that, that'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be yeah, i don't know that's just something that's never happened i'd yeah, love to see yeah, that very 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 unlikely to happen but yeah all right you're up Pat. all right i'll go hmm. i think i think it's it's it'd be cool to see just tiger woods in general keep up the pace that he's going at like you know for this comeback just continually like i don't know take another major doesn't have to be the masters but like take another major take a few more tournaments just keep it keep the keep the pace going I guess I think everyone wants that too. Everyone just wants. It's to see good it. for golf. Oh, I know it is good for golf. Yeah, definitely. Just in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're not a golf fan if you don't like. You can. You don't have to be a Tiger guy, but like, Tiger moves the needle. Like you want. If you're if you're not a Tiger guy, you want him competing so you can see him lose or something. Not that we're not Tiger guys, but yeah, but it's more interesting. When it's like the, it's like the Patriots football. It's like more interesting with the Patriots in it. It's more interesting yeah. with Tiger in like the mix. Going off I that know. now that Tom Brady um, has lost and. You know he's looking a little bad, and we're not a we're not a football podcast, but Tiger Woods is the greatest athlete of all time now, confirmed. hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. All right, so uh, I'll go with my last two, and one of them is uh, Rory wins the Masters. Because for me personally, I'm a, I'm a big Rory guy. Yeah, you're the you're a huge Rory guy. Huge Rory guy. Uh, I thought I I start I loved him ever since he lost the matches that one year he blew it on the Sunday like tenth or eleventh hole, but uh, been a huge fan of his and I feel like he deserves every year I say this is his year this is his year I think hopefully this is his year because uh, I think for his, someone like him to win the Grand Slam and he also he, honestly he definitely could because he's playing he played so well the whole year like last year so I think it was something really awesome to see and he'd be so. He'd be like Sergio. He'd be so so happy when he won. Another another thing, which I'm surprised none of you mentioned, uh, the U.S. Open winner wins at like five over par or higher. Oh, oh carnage! Absolute. I want to see absolute at Wingfoot this the year. Last time the last time they played at Wingfoot, the the winner was five over par. Yeah, the, I want to see like I want to see like people like people like, struggling to make pars like the whole whole Sunday. Like Bogey's a good score and a lot of whole, I want I want to see all of that. I want to see. People complaining about the chorus, like throwing balls in the rough and not being able to see anything like all week. I I, I love the carnage. And the fact that it's at winged foot, it's, I mean, it makes it so much better. It'll be so cool to watch. And it's like more like a traditional, like kind of traditional, yeah. like treat, like wooded course, like in the Northeast. But if any, if the, even if it's, above, if it's above par, it'll be fun to watch. But if it's like five over, like that's like, I love that. It's, I think it's so awesome. So I think... The last thing I want to see is I want to see more guys show up for like the small tournaments. Not like they all show up; they have to. But I want to see like Brooks Kepka. I want to see I want to see Finau win a tournament. I want to see all all these big guys who I feel like just kind of like disappeared during these tournaments. Maybe even missed the cut. I want to see them competing competing in, on a, on a Sunday because I mean that's what you want to see when you're watching like. The travelers or something like that that's true i so want at least be in there like they don't have to win the events but i want them to be in like the final stretch I think there if, 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 if you want to grow their game in golf like you want the big guys to be competing on sundays like when nothing else like there's no football on like people are watching golf on their like couch because they didn't think it was better to do maybe you want like if they don't like golf you want to see like you want the big guys to be competing <clears> and like to show them like golf is fun like these guys are good like They'll be there like for years and years. Like that's and what you want. No offense to our guy Ches Revy, but like, if you're, I don't know, Dustin Johnson, like all these big guys, how do you let Ches Revy, like or guys like that, just come in out of nowhere and just start like winning two out of three tournaments, or like coming in first, then coming in second? Like I don't know. 
or like Brendan Todd, like some guy coming out, like literally from five, like five years of being nothing to coming out of nowhere to winning these tournaments, and none of the big guys are playing these tournaments. Like, yeah, I think it'd be good for the game. It, it'd be, it'd be more, more people be. would watch, more people would, yeah, be interested, more people would go to the tournaments. It was, it would be overall, yeah, better for the game. I also want to see Patrick Reed uh, at the 16th at TPC Southscale. Yes, that'd be. <laughs> um, all right, I'm surprised none, neither of you guys mentioned this one. Um, I want to see Ricky Fowler win a major this year. That's yeah. I, I mean, like he's so due, right? I mean, I had it on my list. It's got to happen, right? I did not even think about that at all. I mean, I just like he's so deserving. I think, and uh, like he's due for a major. I think th- I want this to be the year that he wins a major. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it is that like, he win the match. He's he's played well like all these like all these places. And kind of an honorable mention that like goes off of that. Like I want to see him, and I want to see Spieth like kind of resurge back was, on, was, on the tour. That, that was yeah, no, I have I have a bonus too. one too. I, I had Spieth, Spieth comes back and wins a major, or does something like crazy. I want. Yeah, I want him to just like have a solid year. Like it's it's golf is fun when Jordan Spieth. Is yeah, also exactly. Well, I, I mean, like, we we never really got the best of Jordan Spieth and the best of Tiger together. Like, imagine that. That'd be crazy. Them too. Because Spieth was pretty much like Tiger was like Tiger is Tiger, but Spieth was like the golden child for about like two years, and then they kind of he's kind of he's kind of like falling off a little bit. But like him him coming back with Tiger like being all the way back, Rory playing well, Kepka playing well, JT playing well. I mean, imagine that's, that's so much fun. Imagine Tiger and Spieth going down like the final stretch at a major. It'd be like they, them in the final group Augusta or something like that that'd be crazy I think we're due honestly for one of the better years golf has seen in a while mm-hmm. just because there's so many guys like when you add into the mix all these rookies that we're talking about Wolf, Morikawa, Hovland and just so many like mid-level guys are, are starting to become like bigger names too I feel like there's a lot more notoriety in the game of golf right now there's all, that's, there's, that's there's, so there's true that, and there's gonna be a lot like last year at the Masters when Tiger was winning there's like five or six guys who had like the lead like in a span of like twenty minutes or something. Like yeah, that. like people are like everyone's so good and everyone's coming out of nowhere and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great year for golf. Um, I have another bonus one just for the sake of this podcast. Um, this year I want Ches Revy to win a major. That's that's our guy. I was gonna mention that, but I feel like we're just beating a dead horse. <laughs> I was I was I was also gonna say a Tiger in the Olympics. I want to see that too. Oh oh yeah, that's a good one. I'll say anyone can be in the Olympics, but. I want Tiger to be. I love how we do these part threes and then we just instantly bang out like another five right after we're done. We're basically just telling you what what you want to see. Yeah, the 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 Ricky one was the Ricky one was a really good one though. I I, yeah, I I I was thought somebody was gonna take that before I had to get up the last time and I was scrambling to find another one, but I guess not. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for episode ten. If you've watched, if if you've watched, listened to all ten episodes so far, thank you for. going through this with us uh follow us on instagram twitter at the pin high pod uh facebook we just have a new youtube video out today um other than that we'll see you next week when we're all in uh separate places jeek will be in florida oh yeah i'll I be will. in like 20 degree weather and snow in syracuse and i'll be in like 60 degree weather yeah so i'll just yeah i guess i'm just going to the tundra we'll see you next week